0: Welcome to another episode of Little Talks, your weekly dose of marketing news and insights from Littlefield Agency. Ah! There, hey, there go. Cheers, there we gentlemen. Go. All right. There we go, boys. It's good to see you. Mr. Roop?
1: Sam was beginning, but he couldn't hear the intro music, and I think it was... Uh, I was going crazy. Yeah.
0: Um, welcome back to another edition of Little Talks with Littlefield Agency. Not only do we have a special and first 2024 guest, it is our 100th episode today. Brandon. Yes, Brandon.
1: Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, right. All of
0: it. you put up with me for 100 episodes and this guy's put up with me for many, many years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to welcome Then We'll get into some uh, short introductions. Uh, Scott Lloyd from ITS, a very, very good friend and a wonderful company in the B2B manufacturing space. Scott, welcome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. It's so good to have you here. Um, Scott is living in Tulsa, like I said, a very, very good friend and was generous enough to donate his time with us this afternoon on kind of a dreary Tulsa day. But you've never seen we've known each other for seven years now. And he's never been up to our space, so
1: I'm honored oh, to have him been. come up it here. Usually, is a lot less constructiony.
0: Yeah, but you know what? The, you know, I, I'm impressed. It's, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> a lot less constructiony. I was like, "Can I get you a beer?" And this was actually his idea. I'll give you, I'll give you credit. Which,
1: I, I was going to point out every time we have a guest. Now it seems like we're drinking. And the goal was this year to have at least one guest a month. So I kind of <laughs> like twelve where beers. Th- I like where this is heading. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, Rupert was very excited when he saw, it, which he and Scott know each other from previous uh, interactions. And Rupa's like, hey, you're the reason I get to have a drink on the podcast today. So (laughs) it's a a good day. Before we dive in and do some introductions with Scott, uh, Ditch Witch is holding their annual business conference at the River Spirit Hotel and Casino just right down the road. I got back back from there earlier this afternoon. Uh, McKenna did a phenomenal job in putting on a wonderful event. It is a lot of herding of cats. So McKenna, shout out to you. And then Kristen, Sean, and Brock did a really, really, really nice job um, in how they are presenting the branding and marketing for 2024. A little bit of a pivot from previous years uh, for the Ditchwich brand, so it was really well done and always nice. Um, I'm fresh off of a plane as of a couple of days ago from Tampa at a nice time uh, for our magnet board retreat. I missed you. I missed
1: oh, you. I missed you too, Sam. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah.
0: and it's nice. Our construction update: construction's still going, but we are pretty dang close. So
1: this is a this is a podcast so full of big big events. I mean, yeah, hundred episodes, hundred episodes. Guest, First guest, beer. And what what did we announce yesterday, Sam?
0: Lloyd, what did we announce yesterday? I wanted to
2: throw out the congrats to the big award that's uh, been added to your ever-growing trophy case. Hey. One of the best places to work. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Lloyd. Um, big honor. So okay. Brandon, it's okay. Don't do any fanfare music yeah, it, for that. It's okay,
0: it's okay Brandon. No, no big we're deal. Cool. Um, nah, not, not a big deal at all. I am so glad that you got to bring that up, Lloyd, because <laughs> uh, this is something we found out in October. Um, Sam has been dying, I've been dying. to announce I, and, it. He's,
1: he's tried so hard not to leak it so many times.
0: I'd like to say that I've been looking forward to January 22nd, which was yesterday, which was a Monday for months. And what happened yesterday, a frickin' ice storm.
1: Yeah, we were all remote. So I'm
0: stranded at home in my little field gear, like, so excited. And it was not the day I expected, which is totally fine. That is life. But we are honored and we are excited. I think it's been an awesome thing for our employees. I mean, we've really rallied, rallied around that notion for a couple of months now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, to officially be able to say that we are at age 2024 20, best places to work for is really cool. So,
1: and they, how many did they give out this year?
0: Sam? Um, there were 50. The whole world, in the whole world, thousands apply. Yeah. And uh, only one in Oklahoma, nowhere, nobody really anywhere close to us except for Dallas. So, it's a big deal. So, thank you for bringing that up, Lloyd.
1: I brought it up. He got to introduce me. <laughs> yeah. But that's fine. I figured that's part
2: okay. of the construction
1: was for your
0: yeah. trophy
1: case. <laughs> Oh yeah, hey. that's what we should be yeah, telling well, that's people. A that's idea. a good idea.
0: Um, okay, Scott Lloyd would love for you to introduce yourself, um, tell us, you know, where you're from, college, some some of your sales background and where you are today on the work front.
2: Yeah, so I am originally from Arkansas, I graduated from University of Missouri in 2010 and took a job, uh, really a training sales training program for a company that sells knee, hip, shoulder replacements in the orthopedic world and went off and did that for about four years and uh, stumbled into this opportunity with the company I work for now, Innovative Technology Solutions. Love it. So I've been there since uh, 2014 and uh, became a partner here a couple years ago.
0: Which is awesome. Uh, I I was there, so Scott and I have known each other for seven years. Uh, We were neighbors for a few years, and by neighbors, I mean we lived eight houses away from each other. I was there the night that Scott got to break the news to me that he was named partner. Uh, Scott's young. He's done a really good job and paved the way, so it's really cool to not only be talking to a damn good B2B salesman, but a a partner um, at ITS. So we welcome here today um, and would love to you walk us through what ITS does, Scott, and who are you selling to on a daily basis? I would, would love any information.
2: Yeah, so ITS was founded in 1997. Okay. We are the uh, exclusive manufacturer's rep for a company called Vertiv okay. um, that sells computer and air conditioning, backup power, anything data center-related infrastructure, we sell it. So we have security stuff too or just the air conditioning? Mm. We don't do any security, mostly just infrastructure as far as the uh, power, cooling, monitoring, rack rooms, things like that. Okay. Any anywhere from your tiny network closets all the way up to full blown enterprise data
1: centers. Have you have you seen ours? Is it is it up to snuff? I haven't seen yours yet. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping I didn't bring that up. I was hoping I could, yeah, I hoping I don't I could make a, a
2: sales pitch while I was here, but we'll, we'll save that for after
1: we'll see how it goes Um, yeah we got a little closet over there we'll show you I
0: have I got a question on that front Um, so from small closets like ours to massive data centers if your product or they didn't have your product say let's say they don't have your product what happens to their call it super centers if something were to go wrong so they they basically
2: have to have our product or an equivalent okay um the, the two main pieces of what we do, the air conditioning, which is cooling a machine versus a person. So it's a, a specialty type of air conditioner. Without this, the servers would overheat in in minutes. And ultimately, and they
0: overheat, which means what happens? They shut down. Yeah, they shut down no, no, no data is you, happening You lose
2: all operations. you You basically can't function as a business.
0: Which is crazy to think that is the world that we live in. I mean, right. I, I can't even imagine what an Amazon data center looks like. I don't know if they're a client or if you can disclose that, but, like, that's – I can't imagine.
1: Massive, my my, right my dad did this, was was involved in this way in, back in the 80s when there's was, like, punch cards and stuff, right? And uh, I remember him taking me in and had the big suction cup deal that, like, pulls the thing off yeah. the floor and all. raised floor. I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. They still have that. <laughs> they do? That's cool. It's still a thing.
0: You know about it.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see it every day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And then the other piece, the the backup power, UPS, uh, uninterruptible power supply. So that's a a Mm -hmm. battery backup system. uh, Not can be confused with a a generator. Um, It it more or less bridges that gap. Um, But that is what keeps your servers online in the event of a power outage, even if it's just
0: for two seconds. Hmm. Are you guys primarily in the Midwest or are you all over the nation?
2: So Vertiv is, uh, is, is a global company, okay. publicly traded company. ITS, uh, we have Kansas City, Tulsa, and Little Rock. Awesome. And that that sales region, we have the exclusive
0: rights to it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So, Scott, walk us through on the sales front. Um, who's your target audience? Titles, a set of companies. Who are you going after on a daily basis and your team?
2: Yeah, so we have... Basically, three main buckets of, of customers that we're targeting. One would be consulting engineers, uh, mechanical and electrical, uh, mechanical and electrical contractors, mm-hmm. who are, are sometimes buying the equipment from us and then installing it, and then the end user, okay. which would typically be an IT manager, facilities director, or, or a group of them, depending on how big the
0: company And are those is. ultimately the decision makers?
2: So the, the goal is to be interfacing with all three of those groups in order to uh, ultimately make yourself more successful in the decision-making.
0: Uh, that's, uh, that's So you're, you're trying
1: to attack it from all three Stay angles. in the conversation. Yeah. yeah.
0: Absolutely. And then walk us through a um, typical sales cycle. A couple of weeks, a couple of months, could it be a year?
2: It, it's typically a longer sales cycle. Okay. Occasionally, it will be a couple of weeks. That's very rare. Yeah. Most of the time, we're being involved when the the drawings are coming out for construction, gotcha. and then it gets all the way to the point where they bid. We put our equipment package together, and then uh, from there, there's a whole decision making process, and then they order, and then several weeks after, yeah, man, uh, the equipment
0: delivers. And, hmm. So it's it, so typically months
2: months or sometimes, sometimes years,
0: year yeah yeah which sometimes those year to couple of years sales cycles which are as a fellow salesman tough <laughs> um, those are sometimes the sweetest victories when the when you finally get that signed on the dotted line absolutely <laughs>
2: absolutely
0: yeah. no absolutely so um, so Scott, walk us through as you've been with ITS for years now, you're a partner um, a, a day in the life on the sales front, um, let's, let's call it marketing, right? Are you cold calling? Are you leveraging current customer relationships and trying to get referrals? Is that a thing? Like, just walk us through what your typical day is.
2: Yeah, so it's, it's a combination of what we'll call cold calling and, and also existing customers that are continually adding to their infrastructure mm-hmm. yeah. or replacing equipment that's at its end of life. Um, so we have very strong relationships uh, with with a good customer base. Okay. Now, there's also customers out there that we've never met that we would like to meet. So that's where the cold calling comes in. And really, it's, it's just that, whether we look on the Internet, look on LinkedIn, and try okay. and find who's the facilities manager at this place. Or, For sure. Um, and then... It's, it's a matter of races. picking up the phone
0: and.
1: Let's pause for to, a moment and point out that Scott just said he uses LinkedIn <laughs> God. to do his. Oh, did you?
0: Is there money going down yeah. the <laughs> table there? It, it, I, it was last year's
1: <laughs> thing of the year for me. It's going to be this year's too. I think. I love to hear it.
0: No, that's great. So
2: <laughs> we have to now that there's no cookies.
1: Right. Wow. Yeah. Soon to be. Yeah. 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 Have
2: you listened to a little Talks episode? <laughs> <laughs> just a couple. <laughs> Only the
0: ones where I know I'm going to get a shout out. <laughs>
1: You'll I get do. more from here on. <laughs> I, <you know?
0: laughs> I give them heads up. was very well played. I'm honestly very, yeah, very, very good. Um, so on, let's let's say you're cold calling a prospective customer. They already have a system in place, correct? Or is it, Depends. They, okay.
2: Sometimes they would, if it's a group that has facilities all across the state of Oklahoma, say, yeah. they may have equipment at, at several of their facilities but they may build be building a new hospital okay. or, or data center and so even if they have somebody else's equipment, we are trying to get out in front of that gotcha. so that they buy our equipment.
0: So are they um, are they brand loyal or will they be open to that conversation in a sense of what they're looking for? are they do they have a relationship with a Scott Lloyd that you know it's and that's hard to break through that barrier?
2: it it all depends okay. a lot of times they do and that that can be very difficult that those are the hardest customers to to break into if they have an existing relationship they have really no motivation or any reason to to call us unless they're having a problem
0: no of course which is probably an affirmation to you and your customers right you've got loyal relationships and you've cultivated that and built that and provided a great product for them so you don't want anyone because there are probably people calling on your customers and they're saying, oh, thanks. It's OK. That's right. That's a good thing. Um, and I can appreciate that on for those that do stay loyal. So I think that's technically a bad thing for you. But at the same time, you never know what can happen, Yeah, which I think is important. So, um, Lloyd, when we're talking sales, walk us through. And again, we work with a lot of B2B manufacturers. Um, do you have a marketing team? Is it? Are you in charge of marketing? We have a lot of sales and marketing um, titles that we deal with in our perspective world. What does that look like?
2: Yeah. So uh, in the past, we essentially had no marketing yeah. or, or a marketing team, and we
0: see that all the time.
2: And uh, we've we've started to uh, try and improve the way we're doing things across the board. Marketing was one of those aspects where we felt like we were lacking. And so I'm the one man marketing team. And Scott,
1: really, that's why you're here today. We'd like to talk <laughs> to you about, uh, can we get you into a CRM well, or a yeah. campaign package? Yeah. Scott,
2: is, is this all making sense yeah. now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I know very little about marketing, so I'll
0: probably believe whatever you're me. And that's why we're such good friends. Oh, there them. it is, there it is. It all uh, makes us, you know, so here's the thing, we see it all the time. Um, you guys have a website. I see that you have a LinkedIn presence. Um, are you doing you know blog posts or any sort of ongoing SEO? Um, any paid media? I don't know if we have what would paid media be. Like um, a so it billboard, could be a Google paid search. It could be a billboard. It could be um, retargeting display app. I mean, there's it runs the game at YouTube pre-roll. So none of that. Basically, okay. not. No, I mean. Um, but are you doing hey, blogs? Yeah,
2: the, the extent of our marketing would be. Uh, the company that built our website puts out a a post on our LinkedIn that has relevant material for new products or services that uh, Vertiv sells, and so essentially they're sending out links to our our uh, 173 Six-ish. followers. So okay, so that, I have
1: a question. I have a question about that because this, this is a real world example. You're going to be able to answer it. We didn't prep for this at all. So ready? Okay, so. You have the company page, LinkedIn page, and posts go up. They maybe do a little engagement or not, whatever happens there. Do you find that your personal self, your personal LinkedIn Mm -hmm. profile does better talking to and connecting to your customers?
2: I'm probably not the best example of this because I don't think I've ever posted on LinkedIn. So again, Scott, we're
1: here for a reason today, and we're going (laughs) to...
2: Uh, I just updated my uh, picture from 2010.
1: Well, that's you're, a start. you got to start somewhere. Is this it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's from
2: 2014. I was a little confused when you showed up today
0: because I was a looking for this guy. A few more grays <laughs> and some glasses since that was taken. Hey, that was my first day at you're aging like ITS. a fine wine. Is it really? How old are you in this picture? Uh,
2: well, about 26. By the 30. way, um,
0: you're aging like a fine wine. Secondly... If you want Scott's cell
1: phone, oh, it cool. is on. It's brand. Brandon it. at that.
0: Yeah,
2: I am available 24/7, 365. So,
1: so the reason I, I bring that up or ask is, I notice this is this is a, a kind of a trend. Something that happens. People make connections with people more than brands, and especially in a sales universe. I would imagine that to be true our announcement on AdAge that we threw up yesterday did fine for our, uh, our official company page, but I noticed Sam Littlefield, as an individual who just shared the same thing, got tons more engagement off of that because people connect with people. So anyhow, we'll, we'll talk about that well, on the side. Maybe future of, podcast so for So here,
0: here's the deal. You bring up a Part point. two. Part people, two, yeah. People connect with people, right? So you're selling to a company, but there's a person that you're building that relationship with. Yep. We've, we've talked about this before on yep. the podcast. Um, and Lloyd, what we've talked to, in the past as well is, yeah, it's one thing for your company. You have an awesome opportunity because your customers that are friends with you on LinkedIn or linked with you on LinkedIn, they look to you. You're the expert. You've got the team in place. You've got the great product. And so I think that's a a huge opportunity.
1: I think when you don't have a a large or any marketing budget, LinkedIn, leveraging it like, and it takes effort, believe me, but like, you know, getting disciplined into a routine to using it will yield you pretty good results. I mean, with almost no spin just as an individual. Yeah.
0: Well, so as Lloyd, is an, as Lloyd and I were prepping for this um, and by prepping, I mean, we had a beer on my patio and Lloyd said, I think I should come on your podcast. I'm noticing a pattern here, might... <laughs>
1: a certain drink.
0: <laughs> um, but here's the thing. And we and I see this every day, every B2B manufacturer that I talk to for the most part believes that if they build a better mousetrap, mm-hmm. their customers will just flock to them. Mm hmm. And here's the cool thing, 1997 to basically present day, and you really haven't done that much marketing, and you guys are a booming business with a great team and a great product, and you're still relevant and and selling. And that is amazing. What I tell our B2B manufacturer customers that sometimes don't have a marketing team or rely heavily on sales, but here's the thing, Scott, while it's awesome that you have an interest in marketing that's not your job, right? You're, you're out there selling. You're out there cold and the customer calls you answer. I mean, that's just part of the, I mean, sales 101 and what you signed up for coming out of Missouri years ago. Yeah. Um, and so we, we see that all the time. And one thing that I told Scott, even in the most basic of ways, and you said, okay, so from paid media to organic to what we call full funnel marketing mm-hmm. from there's an awareness standpoint, obviously down to conversion. And I And reconversion. And reconversion. Yeah. And so and here's the thing, there's there's two there's two parts to this, sales and then cross selling, right? And so you're out there cold calling that facilities manager and you're finding their information on LinkedIn, and you're reaching out. What happens to the facilities manager in um, Oklahoma City that isn't on your prospect list, but they're looking for you, right? And we want you guys to be relevant for you to show up. And there's a, there's multiple different ways to do that um, based off intent and keywords and just overall their familiarity with you as a company. Um, we've, we talked to CRMs before, right? Like in the sense of how are you leveraging current customer data? And you guys have a CRM, which I think is great. We talk to companies that don't have a don't CRM. Have, yeah, don't have one. They, like literally they have a spreadsheet blank. First name, last name.
1: Some people keep address.
0: a notepad. Some people keep, yes. Yes, yeah. I've seen that, which is which is crazy to me. So, um, you know, I, t- I told Lloyd as we were just talking about this a few weeks ago, um, hey, are he going to give you the keys to the kingdom? No, because we don't have that information because we need to know a lot more about his company. Uh, but here's our philosophy while we love working with B2B manufacturers, some people aren't ready for a marketing team. And so we want to you know, give you tools in your tool belt that can help go for when you're out and selling, you come back in your inbox, and there are warm yep. leads ready to talk to you. It's the best feeling in the world. I mean, we see, we see it every day on Littlefield, right? I, do, day, I
1: do it for you all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bruce, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on just from a – not tips and tricks, but – how you approach yeah. the situation?
1: Yeah, I think when when you don't have a budget, it's tough. I mean, that's just any industry, any world, anything. Um, but there are some things you can do, and I, I think you know as as a salesperson, um, it's you have that opportunity on LinkedIn to go out and, and grow your, your, your brand through your brand in a way like, cause people will connect with people that that's, that's a pretty low hanging fruit, easy thing to do. Super happy to hear you're investing in blogs cause uh, organic search on Google. That's what you're looking for there. You hoping yeah. that you're, those, those articles answer somebody's question or somebody's need. Um, so, you know, sharing those things on LinkedIn or even a Facebook or, or other social channels helps that reach a little bit. Um, but I mean, the, the the best the the way that works best is when you've got an organic and a paid approach generally. So there's only so much you can do without a marketing right. budget, right? But like, there are things you can do.
0: Well, and this is interesting. Um, years ago, they were a great client. Uh, we worked with them for five years. Samson Rope, which is two hours north of Seattle, Washington. And I remember we did a website project for them, and then we pitched them on a lead generation program. And they <laughs> and Lloyd, they didn't have a huge budget. Okay. They said, "Okay, here's our budget, and what can you do with that?" So we came back with them and said, "Okay, here's a huge opportunity." And at the time, it was a social media play. And uh, her name's Amber. I said, "Amber, three months. Just give us ninety days, and you have the absolute right to fire us if you're not happy with the results." And that ninety days turned into five years, and it was a really great. You love. You love I the love car. Amber. Yeah, yeah. Amber's and awesome. Rope. And so what now we there tell, are we tell, pictures on your wall. And there are pictures on the other See, house. look at that. Yeah. He's it's right on it. So a lot of B2B manufacturers that I talked to like, man, this is great, which I don't know where to start. That's a lot of, that's a big portion of it. And, oh, Hey, you know, we don't have a million dollars in marketing. That's okay.
1: Yeah. You can, you so can walk before you some run. Some of our, our sure. largest
0: clients today were once smaller clients yeah. and, and we grew because they, they grew to love us and to know us and to trust us. That's wonderful. They saw results. You need results. You're a partner because you've gotten sales results. I mean, that's, that's part of you, you know, proving your worth day in and day out. And so,
1: yeah, I, I, you think, ready to sign? <laughs>
0: can, that's my pen. <laughs> At least you could give me one of your
2: pens. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, we, we have a, probably not that unique of a challenge, but like we talked about, not that many people know about this business we work in. It's, it's pretty niche, right? The people oh, that are in it know about it. Yeah. And so. We can't put our put my face on the billboard. We wouldn't do that. But <laughs> I don't or know, be a TV a commercial, acceptable. you know we we would have to take a different approach. Of course, no, yeah.
0: and and that's the thing. And uh, we when we talk to B two B brands, yeah, billboards are absolutely not the option. That is, that's a very good point. Uh, are we going to see you in between uh, um, March Madness games on a TV spot?
1: Mm-mm. You no. didn't even use the big game coming up. We have to call it the big game for yeah. legal reasons. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, six million dollars Super Bowl ad. Probably not the right, uh, you know, most bang for your buck. But yeah. as we as we look at these, because um, from a complex B two B standpoint, a longer sales cycle. We understand the long game because even if you have a hot lead, that hot lead might take six months to
1: close. You got to stay in front of them. And you
0: got to stay in front of them, right? Because not everyone is ready to sign with Scott Lloyd's pen on the dotted line. So uh,
1: (laughs) we'll do that off camera. Yes,
0: Um, but Lloyd, let let me ask you this: Is um, you've engaged with some of our podcasts? I'm a very good friend of yours, you know Rube through the podcasts. Have these episodes been helpful for you, just in the sense of? I know you're a busy salesman, but...
1: You can say no, Enjoy the, the way. And it's
0: totally fine. It's <laughs> totally fine. <My> feelings <laughs> you know, are I, fine. I, we'll try harder.
2: Actually, uh, yeah, I've listened to probably 10 or 12, well, at least. I, I do like that great. they're they're 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah. So, aside from us sitting here BSing for, yeah. you know... Brandon, where are we at on time?
0: I'm going to say about 23 minutes, 24?
1: 26. Yeah, 26. They're yeah. always so
2: good. Um, they're, you know, they're short and sweet, and... I think the content's really good. I really liked the the presentation episode.
1: Oh, last this, week's. Which last things,
0: week's episode, which is probably hits home for you, right? You're probably giving a lot of presentations. I am good. Yeah, good,
1: good, good. good, good. That, that that topic we only did because I wanted to point out Sam uh, messed up my deck. Like I just wanted the world to know how bad and how upset I was when he messed up my deck. <laughs> but then, but then the irony is we're we're, we're preparing for the <laughs> podcast today. Yeah. And Scott's like, oh, that one tip was really good. And I was like, oh, which one was it? And he's like, oh, the one about pausing on silent. And I was like, oh, that was Sam's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're
0: on the board. Good Lord. Um, this is awesome. I, seriously, I know you were, I mean, Scott, this is, he's in hunting season right now, just like I am. It is, and I'm not saying, well, maybe a little hunting season for you on, as a hobby, but uh, he's a very busy guy. So for you to take, you know, an hour out of your day, you got to see the space and be with us. Um, I appreciate it as a friend and also as a, a guy in the B two B world. So thank you. Yeah, appreciate you guys having me. No, totally. Yeah. Closing thoughts? Anything?
1: Um, no, I don't. Not really. No. I'm, I, I'm almost at the bottom of this bottle, so that's so perfect. Yeah, we
0: need to cut. The you ideas time. are about to start
2: flowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we'll go to uh, your new favorite neighborhood bar. Oh,
1: Quigleys. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. have you been to Bishop Quigley? I haven't been there.
2: Oh, no. it's
1: fantastic.
0: Oh boy. oh boy, oh boy, it's great. It is amazing. Um, On that note, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Always good to see you. Thank you, guys. Great to have you on. And for those that are listening, we hope you enjoyed this wonderful episode with Scott Lloyd at ITS. We will see you next week. Happy 100th episode. Thank
1: you. Adios.
0: And that's a wrap. We hope you've enjoyed our little chat and found ways to grow your own marketing strategies. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow
1: us on social media
0: at Littlefield Agency.